into my little workspace at home and uh, we're uh, doing something new, doing something different. So I got to remember the camera is now here, not down here where I'm used to looking. So forgive me if I keep looking down at the screen. That's just me trying to get used to um, this new setup that I've got here. Trying to make things work as best I can. Tonight, I'm going to try and cram as much information as I possibly can into the shortest amount of time. Uh, so you might have to go back and watch the replay. Tonight, I want to talk very briefly about, I think I gave you the title, didn't I? About faith over fear and the power of truly focused faith. And I really, really want to get through as much information as I possibly can in the shortest amount of time. But we're currently going through a truly uh, horrendous time on a global scale. We're going through a tr truly horrendous time on a global scale. This pandemic is affecting everybody and everything. Uh, everyday life has changed beyond, beyond all um, thought. Anything we've seen, and certainly in my lifetime, in most people's lifetime, I know that you go back to the Second World War and they saw this kind of rationing and lockdowns and, and uh, restrictions on movement for their own safety and their protection. But this pandemic is causing a lot of people to really react and act out of fear. And this to me is, uh, this to me is far more damaging to the individual that hasn't had any form of the coronavirus that's going around. And one of the things that I was mindful of is, although I don't want to directly address the whole coronavirus situation, because everybody and their uncle has done that already. What I wanted to look at is a trap that so many people are falling into because of the constant barrage of bad news that we get. Now, what you have to understand is this. The media are constantly portraying the, the bad elements of, of what's happening. They're constantly portraying the number of new cases of coronavirus. They're constantly portraying the number of people dying in different countries. They're not telling you the tens of thousands of people that are recovering of all ages, of all walks of life, and of all medical conditions, because that doesn't make for good copy. That doesn't sell. Trust me, I know I work in news. Bad news is good copy because more people want to see, more people want to hear, more people tune in to listen to the gossip and, oh, not sorry, I shouldn't say the gossip, but certainly the fearful element. The problem is, is this, between, between everyday media and social media, this constant barrage of bad news is building a fear culture where we are now living in fear of not just what will happen if we contract the virus, because, um, because you know, if you listen to the news, we're all going to die. Every one of us are catching. We're all going to die. Just for the record, I was seriously ill in, in January. I'm pretty sure I've already had it. There are tens of thousands of people that have had it and don't even know they've had it yet. Um, but that's just my two pence worth. Couldn't say that for certain. That's just a feeling I had based on my illness. Um, and the, the proximity of people that were in places connected to people that have come from China and other countries that are seriously infected. So I could now 
consider that as, well, I'm okay, I, I've had it, not knowing whether I've had it or not, but live without a care for myself or other people on the basis that, well, I've had it, so I'm now immune to it. Or, because I'm not certain whether I've had it or not, I can then begin to live in fear and become more and more fearful every day as the pandemic grows, as more and more people become infected, and sadly, more and more people lose their life. But what I'm mindful of is, God has not given us, as the scripture says, a spirit of fear, but one of love uh, and of power and of a sound mind. Now, there's two key elements in that particular scripture that I want to deal with, and I am going to give you uh, in a nutshell, something that I have studied for many years. But you've got to get an understanding of this. There is a reason why God says in His Word, concerning, in the same scripture, concerning a spirit of fear, but love, power, and then goes on to say a sound mind. Fear, for most of us, is the losing of a sound mind. Now, that's not to say you go insane or you go nuts or you go cuckoo. That is to say that your mind becomes so overwhelmed by the volume of information that you're processing through news sources, media sources, other sources, social media, and it causes a disturbance in your mind. Remember that Paul wrote to the church in Rome and said, therefore, brethren, I beseech thee to present thyself a, a living, present thy body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, and being not conformed to this world, but being transformed by the renewing of the mind. The Greek word, one of the Greek words there is psyche, the psychology, the psychological element for what we would now in this day and age call the subconscious. So why am I talking about faith over fear? And referring to the subconscious, here's why. We have to understand the, the physical, biological, chemical effects of fear on the human body. And if we can understand that, you'll understand why God is talking about having a sound mind. A sound mind is a mind that works in full function, at its fullest capacity, to its highest level of performance. Sound mind is a mind that works in full function to its fullest capacity at its highest level of performance. When we begin to live in fear, we create, now listen to this, we create new neurological pathways, synapses that cause the cells of our brain to fire. They give electrical signals out. And those signals elicit a chemical reaction from your physical body. Your mind produces a signal and your body releases a chemical based on the signal that your mind is sending. Now you're all looking at me going, is Bishop, you were talking about faith or fear or, well, you know, I thought this was a, supposed to be a biblical exhortation. Understand what God is saying. I have said for years and years, it is not enough to know the Word of God. You have to know what he is saying and who he is saying it to. And when Paul wrote in Romans about 
about transforming your mind it is for situations like we're going through right now in this global pandemic that he wrote specifically for this we have to learn to transform our subconscious mind you can stop conscious thought simply by opening your mouth do it right now wherever you're sitting wherever you're watching think of something you've done today and then speak and you will instantly stop thinking about the thing you were previously thinking of why because your conscious mind is involved in the formulation of words the formulation of speech so it cannot recall short-term memory whilst it is formulating speech but our body imagine imagine the hard drive of a computer your human body your physical body is like that hard drive where it stores all of this data like an operating system you know imagine the frontal cortex your frontal lobe as the chief executive of this whole company called your body and it stores all of this data on your hard drive your subconscious your your physical body so that when it needs to just like when you fire up your computer it doesn't have to reload the operating system every time so it doesn't have to reload the operating system every time it just kicks into what we in humanity call second nature you've heard me talk about it several times in in various formats on live streams on my podcast i constantly talk about the things that we do second nature like when you drive and you don't think about it oh it was second nature you know when you when you you eat it you you're drinking all of these things you, you do it instinctively i'm going to be taught how to do it every time you do it it became a second nature so the enemy wants us to live in so much fear that we believe this fear that comes upon us and in doing so we create a physical change in our mind and in our body so that your fear becomes your second nature god's purpose is that faith becomes your primary and secondary nature but the enemy constantly hammers us constantly hammers us constantly is is trying to put things in front of us to cause us to fear so that fear becomes our our react uh, our reactions and fear becomes our second nature because this fear that i'm talking about not only changes your 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 synaptic responses in your mind it not only changes the 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 neural network the neural pathways that condition you that that cause you to do things that learn how to send the signals when it does that it causes your body to become addicted to the chemicals it's producing when it reaches a certain level and the 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 fear of stimulus or the sorry the stimulus of fear is no longer sufficient to release the same chemical reaction that your body is now um addicted to it increases the fear it increases the magnitude of the things that you you begin to fear of the neural network the neural pathways within your mind because it's constantly looking for new ways to cause that same reaction to generate the chemical uh, uh uh elements that are released in your body so that your whole system your whole life becomes a reaction to fear 
This is why God said, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. That sound mind is your mind functioning at its highest capacity to its fullest potential in its, in its fullest possible way. I, I, I said it better earlier on, but you get what I mean. The enemy is trying to cause your whole body to become one fear system like a computer operating system. You know, when you it's a, <laughs> probably the wrong time to say it with what's going on, but when your computer gets a virus, it affects your whole system. When fear becomes the virus that infests your body, starting in your mind and manifesting in your body, it affects your whole system. And here's why this pandemic crisis that we're going through right now is so dangerous not because of the veracity of the virus that we're that we're, we're looking at that's affecting people, but why the fear element of what is going on is so much more dangerous to every individual. It is this. Fear causes your immune system to shut down. You know, there are people dying in hospitals, dying in their homes from this coronavirus from other viruses because to me, and this is my opinion, not because they're overwhelmed by the veracity of the virus, and it is probably the most lethal virus that humanity has ever seen, but they are in such a state of fear at the point of contraction that their immune system is so suppressed, if not completely shut down, that their body is no longer to uh, no longer able to fight the host that is now or or, or or fight the virus that has now come into it. So, let me give you an example. Right? You imagine you're in a in a woods, in a forest somewhere, and uh, we're let's say we're in Canada or North America. We're out in the woods, and suddenly you encounter a wild bear, and the bear rails up, claws sharp and growling, and it's going to attack you. Right? And your, your reaction is fear. Most of us would react out of fear. Let's not beat around the bush. But your fearful reaction does this. It takes all of the energy of your body. from It shuts your immune system down. It shuts down all non-necessary systems within your human body. And it puts all of the energy into your muscles to give you enough energy to try and flee the thing that's caused the fear. What I'm trying to say is your body is telling you run away. So when we live in this state of fear, when it begins to affect your immune system, when it begins to shut your body down, it's giving you energy for the fight or flight scenario. And in this case, it's flight because we're trying to get away from the bear. But if in that moment you picked up a virus because your body cannot fight the thing that has now entered it, then that tiny little virus will kill you but you outran the bear. Why am I giving you this? Imagine Satan is the bear and he rails up in front of you to cause the fear to come upon you. And that system of fear causes your, let's say your spiritual immune system, your faith system to shut down. And you react in fear and that natural reaction is to run away, to get away. Uh, in the absence of faith, 
your whole spiritual system shuts down. And it is in those moments when the enemy sweeps in to steal, to kill, to destroy, to wipe you out. Because your spiritual immune system, your faith life, your faith system is completely suppressed, is completely shut down, and you are at your most vulnerable to the enemy because your reaction is fear. Just like the human body, when, when we're in that flight system, talking about fear of this virus and this pandemic that we're going through, that all of the energy that I need to fight the virus, all of the things that I need to produce antibodies in my own physical body are so shut down that I could outrun the bear that I'm staring at that's caused this, this flight reaction in me. But if I picked up a bacterial or viral infection on the way, it would kill me. The enemy wants you to get to, to such a point of fear that you have no faith left in you. Your faith is your spiritual immune system. You have no faith left in you to react because all of your energy is so consumed in reacting to the fear that has come upon you. So I'm trying to get a whole load of information, a whole load of different concepts into one for you to understand that when I live in fear, it's, it completely changes my whole genetic makeup. It alters my body. It alters my mind. It alters my, my, my biochemistry. It alters every aspect of my life so that it doesn't just become, uh, it doesn't just become a mindset that I have or a spirit that I have. It becomes every fiber of my whole being that now reacts based on fear instead of faith. This is why we have to focus so much on building our faith. This is why we have to focus so much on doing things, especially in this time of pandemic, that strengthen our faith. You know, because I do news links for the US uh, and because I, I'm involved in politics and other things, I, I used to watch a lot of news, especially as this broke. So now I get the odd update on my phone, breaking news, stuff like that, but I've stopped watching the TV. I've stopped looking on social media for anything to do with it. Why am I doing that? Because I am not gonna feed the fear element that the enemy is trying to force on me. I'm gonna feed the faith element of my life so that my spiritual immune system is so strong, so high performance, that when, when whatever it is that comes against me, my reaction won't be fear. My, my whole body, my whole life will react in faith. Friends, I'm trying to get you to see a picture. I'm trying to get you to an understanding that the fear that the enemy is trying to put on you is causing your whole body to react. And this is why Paul talks about renewing the minds, talking about renewing the psyche, the subconscious. Until you get your your whole body to react in faith, then you're going to, to, uh, you're going to have to work every day at building the faith element. Because when you build that side of your life, when you focus on doing that, what you're, re what, what you're actually doing is rerouting, recreating, and actually in many cases, creating completely new neural pathways in your mind. You're creating new chemical reactions in your body that are rewriting the old, 
that was once there. Just like a software update on your computer, the new, the new operating system gets released from the manufacturer. God's given you a, 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 a sound mind. And he's trying to get us to understand that he, by the power of the Holy Spirit, every single day in the faith life is trying to rewrite the operating system that up till now is so full of bugs, it's causing us to go to a default state. What is that default state? Fear. The fear, what did Job say? The fear that I have feared the most has come upon me. Imagine that, the fear that I have feared the most has come upon you. So for most of us in this day and age with what's going on at the moment, the fear that we fear the most is this virus. But what you have to understand is, and this is where it gets truly interesting, and I could do a whole teaching just on this part, is the thing that you're emanating inside is affecting this thing called the quantum field around you. And the quantum field, you ages call it the law of attraction. It is, it is drawing things to you. So your, your body is emanating this chemical makeup that is creating this projection into the... Uh, now, I know New Ageists would say it's projecting into the universe. No, no, no. It is projecting into your life. And the thing that you're projecting is the thing that you're attracting. So if all you're projecting is fear, the things that you fear the most are attracted to you. But if you project in faith, see, I'm not focused on this virus. I'm focused on my future. I'm not focused on how I'm going to survive in this situation. I'm focused on what we're going to do when we come out of it. That's why I'm doing these live streams. That's why I'm doing these podcasts. Why? Because I'm going to live my life like this thing ain't touching me, it, whether I get it or not. This thing is not going to stop me. This thing isn't going to keep me down. I'm already faithed up to the hilt. I'm going to overcome this within 24 hours, if that. And I am going to keep going because I'm living life based on the future that I am projecting from the point of living the life of faith. That is the power of focused faith. The power of focused faith is the ability to completely recreate every aspect of your life. The power of focused faith is the ability to recreate every aspect of your life, to completely change your spirit being, to completely rebuild your faith muscle, let's use that term, but to completely recreate your mind and your body so that you condition your whole life to be a faith reaction, not a fear stimulus. You know, I've always been fascinated to know why Paul said, being not, being not conformed to this world, but being transformed by the renewing of the mind. When Paul was so specific to write that under the unction of the Holy Spirit, we have a huge duty to understand what is it that God is saying to us as believers. And what he's saying is, you come into this life and, uh, uh, with a preset mind, and over the first seven to ten years of your life, you are conditioned by internal and external stimulus, but when you come to a point of faith, when you come to relationship with him, we have a duty, not him, we have a duty to rewrite all of the bad programming. We have a duty to rewrite all of the bugs in the system that keep us from functioning at our highest level of performance. What is our highest level of performance? 
the Bible says, having the mind of Christ. In other words, having the mindset to create in every thought, in every word, because that's what he is. That's who he is. That's what his mind was. 